So shortly before Hanukkah in 1859, it became noticeable that the Tzemach Sedek was becoming weak and he couldn't travel to Hasidic communities in Russia and Ukraine like they used to. Originally, people thought it was the fact that the Rebbe was now 70 years old, right? And he's feeling his age. And people assumed that oh, nothing really to be worried about. Nevertheless, the fact that these Hasidim could no longer receive the Rebbe's brachis, or here's my marim, it, it made them very sad. And for many, the extreme poverty that they had made it extremely difficult to travel to Lubavitch to see the Rebbe. And how fortunate they were that up until now the Rebbe would come visit them, making it much easier to see him. They took full advantage of those opportunities to to hear my, his maimarim, ask questions to him, ask him for a bracha. But now the Rebbe can't travel anymore. So what, what are they going to do? How are they going to keep their iskashras, their connection to the Rebbe and receive his guidance and receive brachas? So after a lot of thought, many of them requested that the Rebbe should send one of his chashiva sons, who were all great tzaddikim. And th- to this, the Rebbe readily agreed. Um, so now the sons would travel a lot to different cities or uh, that they would say or review a Maimar Chassidus, each son in his own style. In addition, um, as previously mentioned, the Tzemach Sedek gave each of his sons the ability to take people into Yechidus and also to give them brachas. At the beginning of the following year, in 1860, his wife, Rebetzin Chayamushka, became sick. At the end of the month of Cheshven, she was so weak that one of her daughters uh, would stay with her at night, or sometimes it was a daughter-in-law or a granddaughter, in case she needed any help. Over the next few weeks, her strength weakened and her health got worse. On Friday of Parshas Vayigash, Chesteves, she was nifter, and was buried that day in Lubavitch. Um, I think she's. I don't know, I don't know how many rabbits. How many rabbits are buried in Lubavitch? Maybe three. Yeah. I think that might be it. How many? Uh, no, maybe more. No, four, maybe three, three, four. Where's rabbits in Rivka buried? Not even sure when she was in this style. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Immediately after her passing the Hasidim began to see certain changes in the Rebbe's relationship to them. Um, he minimized the number of people who he'd taken to Yechidus. He didn't always answer his letters that he received. And he explained this change by saying, listen, I could only answer the questions about s- someone's Avedis Hashem. I'm not asking, answering questions in regards to Gashmis because now I only see Ruch things. And when Hasidim uh, said, well, what kind of thing is this? We can't ask advice anymore? They didn't, they didn't know what they were supposed to do. So the Rebbe said, listen, you have my sons. They will help and guide you. Additionally, he said, when Hasidim are united, they have the ability to overcome all obstacles. So since his youngest son, the Rebbe Marash, and his family had been living in the father's house for the past few years, which we're going to get to that whole story when we do the Rebbe Marash book, the Tzemach Sadek asked him to stay there with his family. And the Rebbe Marash's wife, Rebbe Rivka, basically took over the, uh, all the things that Rebetzin Chaimushka used to do, so now Rebetzin Rivka was doing. However, 
There's a much deeper reason why he asked the Maharash to stay there. A reason that was hidden from the rest of the sons three or four times a week. At night, in the, at night it was in the winter and uh, in the summer it was done in the early morning when no one, was, uh, no one would realize that Tzemach Tzedek taught the Rebbe Marash privately for hours. And the Rebbe kept this arrangement a secret because he didn't want to create jealousy between the Rebbe Marash and his brothers. Because the Rebbe Marash was the youngest. Now privately, he also told the Marash how the Alter Rebbe made peace between the, the, him, meaning between the Tzemach Tzedek and, and Rebbe Tzemchayim Mushka 54 years before. Remember we said that whole story way in the beginning that, that he was thinking of divorcing his wife and the, and the Alter Rebbe came and made it all work. Um... And he said, when, when we entered our grandfather's room and we thanked him for making shalom between us, he benched us. And he said, now I understand why our grandfather, the Rebbe, because it was him, his wife was also a granddaughter of the Alter Rebbe, he was a grandson. So he gave a deep sigh when he finished his bracha that he said, our beautiful plants, meaning our children, will grow and blossom and it, meaning your wife, will be harvested from you. So the Hebrew word for harvest is nade. What's the gematria of Nundalid? 54. And it's now 54 years, almost to the day, since we received the bracha. And now she was harvested from me. Now at that time, the Hasidim realized that the Rebbe was not just becoming weaker, he was becoming sick. As his brother-in-law, Rebbe Menachem Nochem, said... Who would believe that the Tzemach Tzedek, a man so strong that he would fast for entire weeks at a time, day after day, and then break his fast with a little bit of bread and chicory. Right? A man who for many years would sleep only three hours a day, that he could become so sick and suffer so much pain for five years. So notwithstanding his pain and weakness, the Tzemach Tzedek remained extremely involved in the upbringing of his grandchildren. Uh, they would come to him once a week to be tested, and this applied to all of them, especially to his four or five-year-old's grandson, Shalom Daiber, the future Rebbe Rashab, that he showed a special interest in him, and he informed the boy's father, the Rebbe Marash, that he said his son, the Rashab, would eventually become Rebbe. So as the months went on and his voice became weaker, it was, uh, it was increasingly difficult to hear the Maimorim, he said, the Tzemach Tzedek recognized this and decided to write out the mimer he was planning to say that Shabbos. And by making it available to the Hasidim, they were able to make many copies and give it out to the crowd before Shabbos. And this way it's easier for them to follow along and understand what he was saying. In addition, although it's difficult for him to sit up for, for a long period of time, he accepted Hasidim in Yechidus and he instructed the Gaboyim to bring pillows and put it next to him so that would give him like support he needed to sit up. And he guided and, and benched the people in Yechidus until, literally until his final days. So now we're holding by the Istalkos sometime around Tishrei of 1865, meaning in the Chavav, Tafresh Chavav, the Tzemach Tzedek began to call his son, the Marash, into his room for a few moments every day. And in the privacy of his, of his room, in his study, 
he would read him the Medrash on the Pasuk, it says, and Yosef, Vayamas Yosef, V'chol Echav, V'chol Adorahu, Yosef passed away, and his brothers, and their entire generation. And the Medrash says, this is what, this is how the Tzemach Tzedek finished off, even so, their God didn't die. So when his father told him this, in, in, in his father's presence, he didn't show any emotion, but as soon as the Marash goes into the next room, like his apartment, he would burst into tears. He, he couldn't contain the grief anymore. He understood all too well what his father was hinting to, that not only would his father shortly pass away, but that he, the Rebbe Marash, would be the one sh that should continue teaching and spreading the awareness and the knowledge of godliness, Hasidus. So around that time that Tzemach Tzedek wrote him a note instructing him to say his own Hasidus in Lubavitch. Something that none of the other brothers were allowed to do. Only when they were traveling, not in Lubavitch itself. And he added, the Hasidim will listen to you just like they listen to me. And while all his sons were instructed to say Hasidus when they traveled to other cities, and they could have said their own original thoughts on their father's Maimarim, no one was given permission to say his own Hasidus in Lubavitch until now. They would just, the only thing they're allowed to do in Lubavitch is review what Maimar their father said, and that's it. The Tzemach Tzedek also wrote his Tzavaa, his will, sometime during this time period. And one of the things he stipulated, like, like agreed upon, is that after his Yistalkos, no one should move into his house or use any of the rooms for their personal use. Instructing that the entire house should be used either as a shul or a base medrash. The Chassid, Reb Zalman Ber, who was a cipher in the city of uh, Beshenkovitz, so he was the last person who merited to have a Yechidus with the Tzemach Tzedek. It was on a Tuesday morning, Yud Aleph Nisan, the day that the Rebbe would be born on many years later. And he relates what happened in those final days. So what we're going to say now is basically from his diary. He said, as I left the Rebbe's Yechidus room, I heard someone saying that the Rebbe wasn't feeling well. Because right? remember, he was the last one to get a Yechidus. He walks out and he hears someone saying, the Rebbe's not feeling well. The doctor's called. They come immediate, it comes immediately. And after examining him, he said that the Rebbe's situation was stable. And there's no reason for alarm as the Rebbe's health had not gotten worse since the doctor had last seen him the time before. However, the following morning, when the Hasidim saw that his health had not improved, they were concerned and they decided to say to him the entire day. And they added the name Mayor to the Rebbe's name. So... They added the name, May so now the Rebbe's name was Mayor Menachem Mendel. That evening, now, now the, ru the rule is whenever you're adding a name to someone when he's sick, if the person doesn't survive the illness, he doesn't keep the name. So there's many people that in their final days or, or month of their life, they added the name Chaim, but then they didn't get better anymore. So I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the sons of the Tzemach Tzedek was Chaim Schneer Zalman. His name wasn't Chaim Schneer Zalman when he was born. He named him Schneer Zalman after the Alter Rebbe. But then he got sick when he was very young. He was a kid. And he added the name Chaim Schneer Zalman. And then he got better. So th that name keeps, right? But over here, because the Tzemach Tzedek did not get better, so the name Mayor did not continue. Anyways, going weiter. That evening they noticed a slight improvement in the Rebbe's condition. 
And this raised their hopes that the Rebbe was recovering. But as the night went on, they realized that they were mistaken. At 12.37, early Thursday morning, Yud Gimel Nisan, Tafresh Chavav, 1866, the Rebbe, the Tzemach was nostalgic at the age of 77, and he was buried that day in Lubavitch. Now remember, this is all in the diary that we're reading. Immediately after the Yistalkos, his son, the Rebbe Marash, said to everyone there, you should know that our father did not die. Whoever wants to go request something of our father, the Rebbe, may do so. And this Chassid's writing in his diary, he says, I, along with many of his Chassidim, went to the Rebbe, the Tzemach Sadek, and asked for a bracha. Right, with, with the... Like, like the Rebbe, they, 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 they wrapped the Rebbe in a talus, right? And he was lying on the, on, on the floor of the room. Now, while it was a very dark day, it didn't stay dark for long, because just a few days later, during Pesach, it became known that the youngest son, the Rebbe Marash, would be the fourth Rebbe of Chabad, Lubavitch. Because as we're going to see, three of the other sons also became Rebbes. One was already a Rebbe from before. Now, the light of the Rebbe wasn't extinguished. It would continue to shine. And with this came to an end the 38 years of the Rebbe that Samach Sadek's Nesias. And he had tremendous challenges. Uh, the challenges that he faced and the suffering during his Nesias, very difficult years, he accomplished the impossible. He drew hundreds of thousands of Yidin to Hasidus. He was able to make peace between all the, between the Chassidim and Misnagdim, and Taka, the, the Jewish community was no longer divided the way it was before. They were united as one. So, uh, coming up in the next few days, probably, we'll be describing uh, a lot of different things about the Tzemach Sadek's life, family, children especially, and uh, but we're going to have to do that starting tomorrow.